first of all, um, this podcast does not have a name yet. If you have no, podcast suggestions, that, <laughs> name suggestions for this podcast, please let us know. I don't think it. I don't think it's ever gonna have a name. It will have a name. I will come up with a name. We will come up with a name. We will poll our audience. What was the horrible one that we will that, get graphics? Curry, uh, listen. Me and Olivia have been trying to get a name for our pick segment for weeks, and it hasn't worked. You just, just so would, would you just call it six pick segment? We call it the unnamed pick segment. Then we say the week it is and the show that we're using. Oh wow! Um, so some of just some of the um, ones that we threw out there to our friend group. Yeah, let's inbound just play triple double no assist flagrant foul iso ball hero ball shooter shoot shot clock six man ball culture. NBA Zeitgeist Basketball AA You see that face you make? That's what the audience is doing listening to this Like I can't listen to a basketball podcast On horrible names I don't fucking know Hedge the screen Wow, okay (laughs) Out of bounds play (laughs) Okay We are eventually going to come up with a name for this But this is going to be a basketball podcast that's going to talk about not just things that happen on the court, but also off the court. We ran this a little bit back in, I think, maybe 2015. We tried it with Andrew, but Andrew knew so little about basketball that it was, like, irritating for me to sit here and listen to him talk and say Clyde Drexler's name a hundred times. Oh, my God. Like, that's I understand. The only ba- like, it's his one joke, and he's beaten that shit into the ground. I understand that he was trying to troll me, but Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, you like, it. I'm not even a Blazer fan anymore. I mean, come on. We grew up out of that shit. So, here we are. The 2018 season is going to be an exciting season, even though we already know who's going to win the championship. Yeah. Which is kind of amazing. That we we know the final four teams are going to be in no particular order. I mean, you could tell me if I'm wrong, because that's how I want to start it. I will. From the top and go down. Um, the Warriors, the Celtics, and the Sixers, and the Lakers are going to be the top four teams, in my opinion. You're wrong. I know you think I'm wrong. I believe Houston's going to fall off. I think um, Chris Paul, we're going to see an actual decline in Chris Paul this this season. And wait, who is? Is it up? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. We're going to see an actual uh, decline in Chris Paul this season. So that's why I, th- I took the Rockets out of there. We might see the Nuggets as a dark horse or Toronto as an- another possible dark horse in the Eastern Conference. But to me, those are the four. And they... Those four teams also happen to have amazing storylines, which works best for the NBA. I mean, I go the opposite way on this. I don't think Chris Paul takes a decline. I actually think... You think he's the only old point guard who just is always going to be fine? I don't think he's always going to be fine, but I think Chris Paul has a tremendous amount of help, and I think Chris Paul is going to be buoyed by that tremendous amount of help. Because you believe Chris Paul ain't going to play that much. I believe that, Chris Paul has the option. I, I believe he has the option to not play that much if need be. Because the thing about it is, James Harden takes a tremendous load off of him. Pause. Pause. And Pause. I, Jesus. I know, I know that it's chic and it's fun to make fun of Melo because nobody actually believes in Melo. But for some reason, in this situation, I do. You believe in Melo? I believe in Melo. If you believe in Melo, why do you think they still try to trade for Jimmy Butler? I mean, well, he's better. That's not to say you can't still believe in Mello, but Jimmy Butler's clearly better. Like, <laughs> come on. Saying I believe in Mello does not mean that I'm uh, fucking if retarded. really believed in Mello. Is that politically want... correct? I can't say that no more. Yeah, no, I'm politically correct. No. All right, sorry. Saying I believe in Mello does not mean that I am completely delusional. 
Oh my god. This is off for a basketball podcast. I've been I've been to therapy. Oh, I, I learned that it made me a better, uh, more discerning person with my words. Mm. I think. How you used to do that? I know, because if it ain't working, it waste a lot of money. Crib notes. You can't like like break that down into like five sentences. Yeah, but because mental health is one of the to me, mental health is one of the biggest stories going into 2018. Because that, that was a wave last year. That was a it's a wave this year because yeah. people already went through the analytic wave, right? And now every team has advanced analytics on what people do, points per possession, and like a player who doesn't score. How? Wait, let me ask you a question. You know, like how everybody has to has 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 to have their analytics staff, right? Right. Do you have to balance that out by having the old person in the office that hates analytics? Yeah, everyone and argues well, against it. You always name one of them. Like, I wonder if that's an actual role that niggas have. <laughs> no, no, no. I just want you to know, even in this Me Too era, every male group has one super misogynistic friend. Yes. For balance. <laughs> no matter what, I don't care what anyone say, don't be politically Why incorrect. we have four? <laughs> that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Why are we up for? Like, sometimes I just be like, but I feel bad for these girls. What the fuck they do? They even know bad. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> so, in that, in that same vein, there go, the, the mental health thing is going to be the new wave of advanced analytics. Of sitting, They're going to mandate that the players sit down with some therapist so they can get a proper personality uh, screening of them and then see how they'll react that season from game to game going into the playoffs. Because one of the most famous moments we saw is when LeBron James broke down against the Mavericks, and he just couldn't dominate a team he was supposed to dominate. Caused the Heat um, our that was going to be our second championship. And he caused us a lot of partying. I know and that he caused us a lot of partying and caused a lot of great nights in Miami to go unfulfilled. That yeah, that's cool though. Thank you, Bron. Thanks, Bron. Um, he he redeemed himself, but because I believe mental health is going to be the new wave. What team do you think is gonna? benefit the most from something like that uh it's it's going to be the san antonio spurs because i think demar derozan became the poster child for it because he was the one that was the most forthcoming with his struggles with this kind of thing and now he has tons of reasons to have mental anguish because they don't have Dejounte murray so they don't have a point guard and now it's just him and lamarcus aldridge so now let me tell you something I went through a mental health crisis of my own when I moved from Toronto to the Bahamas. Facts. And I believe that DeMar DeRozan will go through something similar moving from Toronto to San Antonio. Facts. And then he lost his best friend, left him in Toronto, and then it the one he picked up in San Antonio got injured. It ain't looking good. And it was such a big deal when, when Murray got injured. LeBron posted about it. Dog. You know how much that is to be for LeBron to be like, oh, that shit, that shit big, right? Like that, like everybody felt really bad about that. Like you have to be, you have to reach a certain level of importance for for the the speaker of the NBA. Because let's just call LeBron that the speaker of the NBA to have a feeling about your injury. I feel bad for Demar Derozan. I feel bad for Demar Derozan, but you know who I think? I think a young team is gonna benefit from it. Um, Greatly, and I believe it could be the Orlando Magic. I think the Magic or the Bucks are the teams um, geared towards to make like the Magic will improve some games. I don't think they'll win like a lot uh, more games. A minuscule improvement, right? They're not going to win um, a lot of games and make the playoffs or anything like that. But I, I just believe that if they incorporate that into the growth and the development of their younger players, I think that's a perfect scenario 
on an upward trajectory for the team and something you can rely on. The same time you're relying on analytics, the same time the only one, well, not the only one. I'm sure there's other people on the Magic Hoban other than Gordon, but I believe that that even... All you, of them. You, but, I mean, you have Isaac, who is a, a born-again Christian. You have Mo Bamba. Who, I didn't get that from interviewing him. You have Mo Bamba, who was in, in hip-hop circles. He has his own song. G- give, him, give him some time. He has his own song. And then you have Gordon, who's like, I mean... He likes getting the NBA tall, new contract. Oh, all he the got one of them Gonzalez twins. See what I'm saying? So with that mix, I feel that in order for a team like that to succeed, they have to have like real talks with each other and real talks with their therapist. What do you want out of the NBA? How are you how do you gonna react in a certain situation when you know your team is young and you're like predicted to lose a bunch of games? How do you go out there every day and play as hard as you possibly can? I- and, like, execute in a situation where LeBron is coming at you full steam ahead. And I think uh, sports psychologists have always been a thing. Like, this isn't new, but we always associated it with, with, with somebody weakness, that's... Though. And yeah, I always thought... With it was, weakness and somebody that struggles with, with issues on the court or something affects the way you play on the court. That's been the only time that, that a light has been shown on that. But now I feel like it's different. Now I feel like... Like you mentioned, it's not just weakness, and it's not just about your performance on the court. It's really about how you hey, are. Tatum as a just picked up no. I mean, shouldn't he? No, he did. He's, I'm just saying like that. He just declared uh, the latest. Like when he dunked <laughs> Stu on Stu God said he would trade uh, Kevin Durant for Tatum. What a ridiculous thing to say. What? Okay, hear me out. Because you guessing Tatum, Tatum could. Tatum could no, no, reach no. his peak and not be as good as Kevin Durant. You know that, right? Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear okay. me out. What if Kevin Durant is leaving for free? I take in that chance. Okay. I, I understand what you're saying. But if Kevin Durant is like leaning and telling you that he's going to leave. Obviously, if somebody you telling could you. possibly still win the championship. Okay. If someone's telling you they're going, then you trade them. Then you them. trade them. Yeah, but, but okay, that's, so that's a lot of qualifiers to that. That's, that's not to say I would I make a Kevin Durant for Jason Tatum trade. Like, don't dismiss it like yes, out of hand. Yes, dismiss it. Would you have traded LeBron last year? No. If you were the Cavs, you wouldn't have traded LeBron? No, I was going to try to win that last year. Listen, hear me out. Okay. You just could fucking lose anyway. You just could get something back. You know you are going to lose. You okay, know, like, you know LeBron going. It's in circles. It's in the no, air. No, I don't want no in circles. Circle. No, I am not now, trading okay. the greatest player ever unless he tells me he's not coming back. Now, imagine like I can't no in circles. Ain't no one know nothing. But imagine if the Bahamas could trade me, right. and like, this is my contract here. Right. And it's like, is he trying to go to Toronto? It's been whispered in circles. It's been whispered in circles. You spent you spent a lot of time in Canada. If you was the Bahamas GM, all the signs are there. What would what would you have done? I mean. Did you tell them that you leave? That you leave it? No, I didn't tell them. I feel like you tell them that you leave it. No, what would you? You do? know what? Because you post a picture of IG on top it. of a mountain in Vancouver, and you was like, "My next chapter." I feel like that's pretty much telling them that you leave it. No, I did not. That the caption did not say my next chapter. Ah, right, something close. There you go. So next, if. When Kevin Durant goes to the Garden and drops seventy points, okay. But my I thing is this entire. <laughs> And this is why sometimes I hate the sports media because this entire contrived thing was just to fill space until they start playing games. Niggas are pulling this whole Kevin Durant leaving thing out of their ass. Wait a second. Wait a second. I just want the audience to know this is what you're going to get from this podcast. You just wait until you we have the 
Jordan versus LeBron episode because oh, that's happening. And you know why it's happening? Right. Because it, yes, yes, no, no, no. You know why it's I happening? I can't. Think that. about it. Think about it. I can't. We, no, no, no. But I'm saying we're, we're having this discussion. We have never had this discussion on a podcast because you, you just dismiss it. But what if you take an entire podcast and you just lay it all out and all the case and you say, this is my definitive fuck you? It's like when Barack Obama did the 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 race speech in the 2008 election because he's like, you know what? Words matter. Words matter, and I know I have to say this at this point. I can't leave it unaddressed. Don't leave shit unaddressed, fam. So we're we're really gonna do that. Damn. We're really gonna go Jordan Lebron. We might as well go Montana Marino while we at it. This is a basketball podcast. Don't how fucking dare you? Oh, sorry. So I'm saying you do believe that the media did that. That the media he jumped on that. nobody. Yeah, but look how he cleared that link. Because you know why? Because Ben Simmons' punk ass stopped moving. Basketball is back. You made yes, it sound like this he... is this is where we get to criticize athletes who are so much better than us <laughs> well, at everything and be like, "Why you didn't close out Ben Simmons? How you just let him get by?" Like Sorry, that? that's my entire life. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> no wonder he was being in the gym for eight hours. He'd be like, "Wait, what are you, you can imagine about? trying to guard like JJ Reddick? He'd cross you over, hit a three point, and then dunk on you." I say that kind of thing watching primary school kids play. I'd be like, oh, "Y'all better than me. I couldn't do that." So anyway, back back to you saying that the Kevin Durant thing is what's is going contrived. on with Markel Fultz hair? Wait, you, Kevin, sorry, Kevin Durant thing is contrived, but Kevin Durant didn't commit the same way that Kyrie Irving committed to Boston. And Kevin Durant kind of said like. Yo, I'm going to be very honest and very transparent with my free agency. He is saying that this is going to be a free agent period. He is taking a lot of criticism. He's been called a snake. By the way, if he had just waited for slime season, he'd have known that this green snake emoji is a wave, so he could have just like gotten away with that. I would capture my own shit like green. But anyway. So so you're saying because because you haven't had the the verbalization of the commitment from Kevin nah. Durant. Whenever these niggas don't come out and, and firmly say, oh, I stay in, that means there's a chance. And that means there's a chance. Like, even Paul George said that he was staying in Oklahoma City, and we didn't believe him. Yeah. So but so when someone doesn't come out and say, oh, I'm staying, trust me, there's a chance. And you imagine if they 3 P. What else do you have to prove in Golden State? You could be like, you know what? Let me restore order and LeBron in the West. Let me go East. I only got to fuck Kyrie up. I mean, but I feel like everyone's, and this is what we so tend. You're saying this is a what chance. we tend to do, though. Everybody does. This, this is what I will tend to they, do. That's what they want to happen because we love the transaction more than we like what's going on on the court. No, so no, we want uh, to consistently uh, be uh, playing. First of all, shut up because that transaction would be amazing. One, and that I'm not transaction, saying it won't. That transaction will make on the court things fantastic. I'm not we saying want that it. To I'm not saying it doesn't. What we I'm want saying the is to be good. Okay, but what I'm saying is we like the transaction more than the games, and so you want to play this fantasy league thing where you get to have one player move here and one player move there because that's what you want to happen but what yeah Ke- but I, I a want lot that. of people didn't want kevin durant to go to golden state would these players today now show you is that what you want doesn't fucking matter yeah i like that I yeah care. so because i don't people, care what jimmy but because people want him to think okay i don't have anything else to prove in golden state i gotta leave he oh, don't have to give no, a no, shit no, about no, that no 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 I think you're taking it wrong because you're taking it as that people want Kevin Durant to do that. They do. But Kevin Durant is taking it as I'm doing what the fuck I want and these Golden State Warrior people don't own me. Like, I've already proven it to them. See, you're taking it from all the people who dislike Kevin Durant. Or you're taking it from the perspective that suits your argument. No, because I I actually believe... Yes! No, listen to me. I think 
I honestly believe that Kevin Durant should probably stay in Golden State because the Lakers are going to have some kind I of... I think he will. I think the Lakers are going to have some kind of super Anthony Davis LeBron super team. And we should... Clutch sports. It's like us uh, um, trying to like watch out for climate change. The fucking Lakers are climate change. It's right there. But no one is doing anything to address it. It's happening. Everyone is letting it happen. And when Kawhi and Anthony Davis and LeBron James See, on the same this is what team, we like right here. This is what we like. This is why this podcast is happening. I didn't, hey, I didn't hear this on the other podcast, but this is what needs to happen because this, I believe Kevin Durant. Oh, you should listen to me with the one I did with Carter and Alexis. I believe that Kevin Durant should stay based on that. I mapped out the 2019 Lakers roster. That don't sound scary to you? Yeah, it does. That's why I'm saying. So that that's why my argument isn't that Kevin Durant. But that's why I don't think he's leave. going anywhere. But one of those dominoes have to fall first. I believe if one of those dominoes fall first, Kevin Durant would be like, well, fuck these niggas. Y'all, y'all, that man is happy. That man has peace of mind. It's like when all the... Ba- oh, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. As per someone who's gone through therapy, like, I just want to say He this. doesn't have peace of mind. I'm sorry. He does yeah, not he in no way, in no... Yeah, I'm sorry. In no interview he has done, yeah. you could hear it. No, you're you right. see you're it right. in the tweets. That you're nigga right. is ornery and he is aggro all the time. You're right. He's, hap- he's happy while playing basketball. While he on the court and like Jay and niggas up, like what? he happy then, but he doesn't see him like really happy after the fact. And, and when, I, when I say happy, I'm not, you know what? I don't know Kevin Durant, so I can't really judge his, his happiness. So let me take that back. But he's not carrying it the same way that he was carrying it in Oklahoma. And that could be part of his maturity where he's just like, I see so much of this media shit is fake or there's something else going on. And I think post playing career, he's going to just be like Oscar Robertson. He's going to be angry at everybody. He's going to be ornery. He's not going to get over any of this stuff. Yeah, but you see, I mean, that might be a way for a lot of these young anime players because once you're making so much money, Kyrie Irving even came on and said, like, when I retire, y'all might never shit. see me again. Yeah, like, I'm that's that. it. Nigga, I don't got to tweet. I don't got to be Uncle Drew for y'all no more. <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk about some of the other um, NBA stuff that on an NBA preview podcast people expect to hear. So we had the 10 YS experts um, post John did. And listen, I'm right. I know I'm right and everyone else is wrong. So tell me why um, why you think I'm wrong other than you just picking all of the haters to win everything. So you picked Buddy Heald for MVP. You picked no, DeAndre I, Ayton for Rookie of the Year. I didn't pick Buddy for MVP. I picked Buddy for Most Improved. You, oh, you picked Buddy for Most Improved. Yeah, uh, MVP, I've got to look at it one sec. And you pick you pick LeBron to win MVP because yeah I pick LeBron to win MVP because I think I think uh, the Lakers will be good enough for him to be in the conversation obviously because any team with LeBron is in the conversation and I feel like if he if he plays the amount of game I don't think he should play that amount of games but I think if he plays seventy five games he gets his stats are going to be elevated from yeah. what they were okay. in Cleveland okay let me show you I know you're full of shit you pick LeBron because LeBron been Ted Lannis. And that the banana huh? boat you pick. <laughs> this is my argument on you being, on you just picking everything Bahamian. That's why Andrew started making fun of you today in our NBA group chat. Oh. You pick LeBron because LeBron was. You, was re- in you do realize like every NBA player been to Atlantis, right? Like all of them. <laughs> no. Literally every single okay, one. Okay, but this one fits my narrative. Okay. Yes. So you pick LeBron because the banana boat. I picked LeBron because he's been to Atlantis. He was, he was on the banana boat with four niggas. Anyway, uh, would you pick Chris Paul and Carmelo Anthony to win anything? I mean, no. And you pick DeAndre for rookie of the year. Yes. 
I mean, that seems like a sure bet. I don't know if it's a sure bet. Of course you But it's a good pick. No, this is why it's a good pick, because all those Devin Booker misses, that's DeAndre Ayton rebounds, and then when Devin is going to have to feed DeAndre, and the way they go, they're going to try to use Devin, since they, like, jettison most of their point guards. All of them. All of them. They don't have a point guard. It's for Devin Booker to play the James Harden role, but then when who's he going to be in pick and rolls with? And then that has to be Jackson or DeAndre Ayton. And you got to give DeAndre Ayton the ball. And DeAndre Ayton, he's a young big man. He's going to be running the floor and beating people down court mercilessly. They're going to use... Uh, and even if he... Good stats, bad team people. That's Those are still good stats. That still wins rookie of the year. What Phoenix is going to do is they're going to... I mean, Devin Booker will handle it some, but the majority of the time what you will see is Josh Jackson in somewhat of a point forward role. And what they, what they have been doing a lot in the preseason and... Uh, Igor the Great said that they're going to continue that for the regular season. It's going to be the him and DeAndre pick and roll that yeah. we see a lot of because they have chemistry from they had that chemistry from high school. Mm-hmm. And so you still have to see Devin Booker work his way into that because frankly, I don't like Devin Booker being that James Harden point guard kind of role. That. You don't think he has the not, same passive acumen? Not saying that he can't. I think he would because D'Antoni did that. I don't think you take every great score and try to turn him into that. And he's... Devin Booker, we've seen him do great things, but he's still very young and he's still developing. I don't think you undercut his scoring ability and leadership ability like that in doing what he does by uh, giving him this no, new role I right now. I don't think it unders- undercuts his scoring ability, actually. If I he, think it does. If he does that role the way that it would be designed, the way that Harden designed it, I don't think it undercuts the scoring ability. But see, ability. They're, all, they're completely different players. A lot of Dev- a lot of the times, Devin Booker scores He's a catch-and-shooter. He's a catch-and-shoot kind of guy. He's coming and off then screens. If they don't he let plays him, well without the ball. If he's they don't not let a, him travel the way they let James Harden travel and they start calling it, then he ain't gonna get that Right. Shot, Devin Booker ain't that I'm bringing the ball up the court. I'm weaving through three or four people to score this basketball. Yeah, but then that's why when you're TM Young and you're expected to be dead, you got to run that stuff. But I, so I, I believe like Aiden is, Aiden is the favorite to win uh, the rookie of the year. And you have people like Colin Sexton, who I think, ooh, Tage pick him? Someone pick Colin Sexton is, is, is a possible. I just always feel like big year. men have the advantage with that because the adjustment is easier for them than it would be for like a point yeah, guard. You just got to be big. But then, like, this, one thing with DeAndre Ayton, I mean, everyone ain't the warrior, so, it's like, this is a moot point. But, like, when people try to run you off the court with three-point shooters, but it'll it'll be... Oh, no, like, he's extremely... You, like, you can't run him off the court with shooters. Yeah, but... Okay. Okay. I'll leave that right there. But I think that, that the, other, the one who I picked, I picked Luca because I believe that Luca's going to have uh, opportunity and a showcase to win Rookie Yeah, I know a lot of people have... Buzz that Luca should have gone one. I thought that was crazy. Luca should not have gone one. DeAndre is clearly the number one pick because Luca's like a flyer. You're taking a fl- a flyer on someone who hasn't, uh, who faced good competition, but you still don't know what you're getting or what or what that's gonna look like in the NBA when he has a guard people so much quicker than him and so much faster than him. I just think that his like I watch a couple of Luca passive videos and the pressure won't be on him in, like, the same kind of way. And he could be in Dallas and kind of hide out. You ever see bit. anybody look bad in a highlight? No, including DeAndre. But I'm saying that, yeah, but okay. But what I'm saying is that he's going to have the ability with proven scores. He has a he has a, a mentor like Dirk Nowitzki. Like, Dirk Nowitzki is his mentor, and DeAndre's mentor is Tyson Chandler. I'm going to pick the, like, the one who has Dirk Nowitzki as a mentor in the, with the Dallas organization can't, who can't do anything wrong now because of... Okay, but you know Dirk, don't laugh at Dirk, that. Dirk's mentoring him to do what? 
a shooter to learn how to be an NBA uh, NBA pro, which is one of the most important. We just talked about mental health really early in this podcast. That's one of the most important things because even in our own lives, we would talk about that. What did high school really prepare you for? How come high school didn't show you things about like rent and bank accounts and nothing. like adult type shit? High school prepared me for nothing. Right. So this this is what I'm saying. Like Dirk Nowitzki's role won't necessarily be. Um, okay, this is how you shoot. This is how you do the elbow. It's like, nah, we don't want a mock-up fault situation. So that's how he helps Luca. And I think that Luca just has a chance to be the rookie of the year, and everyone's going to pick DeAndre. So no, I don't like think that, everyone's but... going to pick... De- I think people will come late to that DeAndre party because they see, like, when he... I think when they saw him on the court, they were like, all right, yeah. So so then a lot of, a lot of the yeah. reservations that you had, I think he put a lot of that to bed in the preseason. Because people see, like, all right, this, I mean, shit, they this wanna, shit is for real. And, like, he'll, to me, you win Ricky Dia when you, um, um, like, just, not a bad one, but just elbow jo- Joel Embiid. That's a little bit, little piece. No, no, I need, I need him to, I need him to slap that nigga. That's an aggro game. Like, you know, I don't, I don't care if DeAndre gets after ejected. After you get 30. No, but after I don't. you get 20 and 10. I don't care if it happened in the first quarter. Like, I need, I need him to go at that nigga. Like that's the only that's the one thing I want. I don't care if Joel Embiid wins that matchup. I need him to go at him. And if he gets physical, please. So what, dog? See this no name podcast? Prison rules. Like this nigga you been trying this nigga been trying him from afar for too long, dog. And and it, I get the whole being professional thing. But fuck you. <laughs> no, 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 but fuck you cuz at some point but it's fuck about you, respect like, like Nigga, you don't even know me. Like, why you keep calling my name? You don't I got nothing to do with you. Openly disrespect you like that, because I think believe that they could keep doing it. And yeah. if they believe that they could keep doing it, then you have to you have to go at them. You can't let niggas think everything's sweet, dog. Like, it, there's a fine there's a fine line between, like I said, being a professional, doing what you have to do, understanding that you're a rookie and somebody's a vet, and you haven't done any. Like he kept saying all the right things. I haven't done anything in this league yet. I can't comment on it. I tried to get him to comment on it draft yes, night, but you can read I was the like, lines because I haven't done anything in this league. I'm not gonna comment on it. But what he really wanted to say after that, hey, but yo, fuck this nigga though. But I, I just wanted him to say a draft night. You understand? Because I asked him that question immediately because I wanted him to before he got before any handlers got to him and taught him how to answer that question i was trying to get it right then because i wanted the raw organic this is what i actually think like like say, at least say something like see me when you see me but all right like don't have this man and they're calling you out your name and he don't know nothing about you like he hasn't seen you play either so you saying that tiandre can't be like drake no, nah, he cannot. Uh, nobody, nobody better be Jay Prince in this shit. And if I know Tyson Chandler, I don't think Tyson Chandler telling him the Jay Prince is shit. As a matter of fact, Tyson, Tyson Chandler, Ch- may, Tyson Chandler may get the code red call. Tyson challenges how chill with wearing capes and throwing elbows. He don't care about the yeah. I think Coach no Igor ordered a code red, and Tyson Chandler about to do it because he could be. He is pretty much going to be DeAndre's enforcer this year. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun. The season's going to be fun. It's anyway. My, it's my team. That's our mini NBA preview. We barely talked about some of the other stuff that the other podcasts do. Because that's how we want it. If you wanted to see what our picks are, you could go ahead look at the board. Um, Nal is, of course, a behaving homer. So he's yeah. going to pick anyone who's ever been to the Bahamas to win. Yeah. I'm, so I, is, I have four teams this year, all connected to the Bahamas. Right now, um, I don't have four teams. But, you know, send your suggestions and we'll see which ones I do pick. This is going to be a tremendous season. Help us to name this goddamn podcast. Wait, John, it's not weird, but... Wait, so weird. Anyway. (laughs) 
Nobody smoked. Nobody knows what's going to happen except the Warriors are going to win the championship.